0: Welcome, boils and ghouls, to Handle Whisker. We are a horror podcast presented by the Slashing Cast Network, discussing horror movies and the phobias they emphasize. Spooktober continues all month long, and we here on Handle Whisker are celebrating the holiday all month long with some of our Halloween favorites. I'm your host, Tumbly Drunk, joined as always by my co-host, Holly Hooch. And Holly, you know, we're not Hello. we're 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 practically on the same uh area now you know we're not you know we're not West Coast Midwest uh since you know you're in Chicago right now but you know Woo! I'm I'm busy today uh obviously we're podcasting but like I'm getting prepped to fly to Florida tomorrow because I'm going to Disney World so it's just mm-hmm. unfortunate timing uh, in some retrospects so that we can't actually meet up but that's okay it is what it I is. don't need your
1: time <laughs> whatever I- I came to hang out with my sister, who incidentally, I just found out, hates horror movies. So we can talk about that later, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in her home, and she was like, I need to watch this movie for a review. She's like, mm, okay, I'll be in the other room. I'm mm-hmm. like, thanks. <laughs> Ran her out of her own living room.
0: Mm-hmm. But hey, she did it. Well, there you go. But anyway, so last week we explored a movie uh, that, you know, we talked about just oozed cool and sex appeal in Adam Wienerd's. Uh, The (laughs) gas, and you know, I've still been talking about that movie like all week since uh, since I watched it last Wednesday. But tonight, tonight we take our annual Halloween trip to Haddonfield, Illinois, where Michael Myers is still at large in the latest installment in Halloween, uh, which is Halloween Kills, which is out now in theaters and also uh, it is available to stream via Peacock. And Holly, I just had to say. Mm -hmm. You know, I have not heard so much commotion uh, between the horror community as vocal in a month. I'll be honest. When when uh yeah when James Wan's Malignant came out in September, everyone was at each other's throats uh, in regards to whether they loved it or hated. But you know, for whatever reason. I don't know if it was the mob mentality that we get to see firsthand in the movie of Halloween Kills that just upped the ante to make even things more cutthroat uh, with the community or, or what the deal is. But, you know, it seems like the community is at the world's end at this point with this movie because you either love it you hate it there hasn't been a ton of middle ground and you know people are just not being very respectful about others people's opinions on this movie in particular
1: yes i heard a lot of negative (laughs) comments about this movie and i kind of um i don't entirely get it i mean i know it's a very beloved franchise a lot Mm -hmm. of people feel very strongly about it so that part makes sense but i thought that uh they they did a uh, they did quite a few really interesting things in this movie. So I don't entirely see why where all the hate is coming from. Maybe you can explain it to me because I don't. It didn't escape. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to get into it because I know that we're going to walk through the movie. Mm-hmm. But there were some parts where I'm like, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So so we can talk about it. I did see somebody post a negative comment about how it didn't seem very feasible. And I'm okay. like, sir, it's a horror movie. So yeah. uh, I don't understand people's expectations, you know, other than you want it to be good. So I don't know. What did you think? Should we get into it? Should we talk about what we think? Um,
0: I mean, for me personally, I thought it was a mixed bag. Uh, there were more things mm-hmm. that were more nauseating to me uh, than I things that I loved personally. But like, that's not to say that I didn't mm. still enjoy the view in, uh, but I didn't actually rewatch the movie today. I kind of just, mm-hmm. I, okay. I skimmed through it and forwarded through a lot of the parts, especially the parts that I didn't really care for uh, on the first few, and when I did see it in theaters. But there there is a lot to like, but there are some things that feel kind of disjointed about this sequel. So at, at the forefront, it's important to note, this is uh, a continuation of Halloween of 2018, uh, which, you know, again, uh, is a direct sequel to the original, despite the fact that it's right. uh, the third movie named Halloween, but it takes place second. You know, the the right. whole Halloween franchise name it is bonkers. Uh, and Halloween and Halloween Kills, so the 2018 and this new one, all take place on the same night, which is another important thing to note. So in regards to mm-hmm. where it is in the timeline, only this is the third movie in the timeline. Everything beyond uh, Halloween Kills did not happen. So that's Halloween 2 all the way on uh, uh-huh. to the prior installments. Uh, for for better or worse, because, you know, the later installments were not all that great. <laughs> like most uh, horror franchises. But that's besides the point. Uh, but what we did get is, uh, you know, this being a sequel, like a true sequel, uh, you do have the, the very uh, typical, all right, we're going to up the ante in regards to, okay, we're going to have more gore, we're going to have more kills, it's just going to be more chaos, it's more everything. But... I would not say that was the case in regards to the suspense of the movie. Um, there are a lot of points in this movie where I, I feel like they just spent too much time riling up the mob mentality aspect of it. So like anytime we got mm-hmm. to the hospital sequences in the movie, there was so much stuff happening on the screen. And I'm not saying like a lot of stuff was happening at once. It was just the fact that you had so many different voices chiming in at once. And there were a lot of moments where there was a lot of puritan involved uh, with the mom mentality because it's very stereotypical. You know, you go to South Park and the whole rebel, 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 you know, (laughs) that's (laughs) that's 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 what you expect from the mom mentality. But, you know, I I really I was going to sit down and rewatch this and just like mark down any time, you know, someone's like. Tonight, evil dies, or, you know, we're going to kill Michael Myers, or oh, it ends, yeah. and things like that. But, like, I I could not put myself through that, because I know that number, and I... I before I sat down to even attempt to rewatch anything, I was like, I'm going to put the over-under at 30. And I, I did not succeed in, you know, fully rewatching the movie, so I don't know uh if it is above or below that, but it felt like... So much of that, it just felt so regurgitated in that sense, where it's like, okay, I guys, with I, I, I get it. We you got know, it. You guys we are banded it. together. You yeah. have your angry mob led by Tommy Doyle, and you know you're looking <laughs> to put in, the
1: rules. Yeah,
0: you're looking <laughs> to put an end to Michael Myers once and for all. But it just, it felt like that part of the movie just dragged so much in the hospital scenes where. They kept going from, okay, we're going to go to like the mob mentality. We're going to hone in on that. And then we're going to cut to like the comedy aspect of, you know, Big John and Little John, which was a fantastic part mm-hmm. of the movie. Right. Uh, and mm-hmm. arguably probably the best part of the movie for a lot of people. Um, but, you know, it's just, you go from one extreme to the other. And it just made things kind of uneven for me because of that.
1: I see. Okay. I think uh, more than anything, the things that I liked about it were just little interesting little twists you know Mm -hmm. like for example if you really want if you gotta if you gotta put michael myers in a position where you have to hate him even more or you know whatever hate love uh (laughs) have him kill a bunch of cops have him kill a bunch of firefighters Mm -hmm. and that part actually straight up made me laugh a little bit because i'm like yeah everybody loves a firefighter So (laughs) i thought that was kind of hilarious and neat um uh, i'm i like seeing jamie lee curtis whenever she you know graces my you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. my digital presence or whatever that didn't come out right but you know what i mean i just love seeing her and um i thought the whole mom mentality thing was a was an interesting twist you know because they just they've done everything else so why not try to go after a new angle although to your point some of those parts did drag and then you're like Oh, who's really the monster? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like okay, great. So that that little tidbit of it, it's like eh, not great. But you know, it's got to be tough trying to find different fucking avenues for for the story to go. But like I said earlier, this this franchise is very dear to some people, so I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, then just losing your losing their shit.
0: You know, I, I think the biggest complaint. That's what movies that, are for, losing
1: your shit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think the biggest complaint that I've seen from a lot of people <laughs> is. Just having that expectation going into viewing that, like, this is basically a setup for Halloween Ends, which is the completion of this trilogy by David Mm -hmm. Gordon Green. Uh, So, you know, when you're talking about the overall arc of the story, uh, Laurie Strode really isn't featured that much in Halloween Kills because a lot of the time she's spent uh, at the hospital bedside. Mm After having after having surgery, so I, I get it. Like, it's completely understandable why she wasn't at the forefront, but I know quite a few people were a little disappointed in the fact that she wasn't as featured, and they, they had spent a lot of time really building up the three main characters of, you know, Allison, Karen, and Laurie Strode, only for them to kind of get kind of like lost in the limelight so to speak in this installment yeah. but again like the final arc is really just the continuation of the story between laurie strode and michael myers so i i think from like a a setup to the finale um you know i i thought the movie did a pretty good job at that but i, I just find it funny like so many people were like well Lori's not really in this movie well she couldn't really do much she was in recovery right like mm-hmm. what do you what do you expect
1: can you let her lay down for two days? Shit. But you can't because it's a movie and the show must go on. And then I noticed how they had to bring in a lot of some of the original names mm-hmm. to just kill them off <laughs> just to keep things interesting. Like, I remember this person and now they die. So, mm-hmm. uh, you, like I said, you know, they, it's, it's got to be tough. But yeah, I mean, like maybe a smarter writer would have done something a little sassier and a little more clever. But, you know, me, my, my threshold for, for rating movies, horror movies at that is low. <laughs> and I'm like, I like them all. I like them all, man. Except for the children. That one really rubbed me the wrong way.
0: <laughs> all right. But anyway, so uh, this picks up on Halloween night of 2018, uh, where we see deputy Frank Hawkins uh, after he is stabbed and left to die at the hands uh, of Dr. Ranbir from, you know, Halloween of 2018. Uh, also, you know, the year that it does happen, uh, you know, makes sense. Uh, and, you know, he's just found dumped on the roadside by Cameron, uh, who tries to tend to his wounds uh, after he was like stabbed in the neck. Uh, so we have a flashback scene to 1978, also on Halloween night, because what other day are you to flash back to in the life of Michael Myers? It's it's basically just one night, just relived many times, uh, or in this case, twice. Uh, in this case, uh, but, you know, the cops are looking for Michael Myers following his escape. And we see a young Lonnie getting bullied by uh, the Malanies until one of the cops arrives to ask them uh, if they've seen, you know, a man in white. Uh And, you know, the kids are basically, like, picking on Lonnie after this, saying, like, you know, the boogeyman is going to get you. Uh, And mm-hmm. then Lonnie basically, like, runs off in very stereotypical, cliche fashion in a horror movie, he stumbles, as expected, because you always trip over nothing. That's just one of the rules. Uh,
1: and Uneven sidewalks. Those kids were terrifying, by the way. I was like, holy shit. I mean... These guys are so much meaner than my bullies.
0: T- to be honest, that wasn't the worst bullying kid in the movie. <laughs> when, you, when you factor in the season of the witch kids... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know Lonnie's trying to pull himself up to his feet and then of course Michael Myers is standing right there uh and he just he he goes into the you know fetal position and cowers and uh you know Michael Myers just walks off to his home basically so it's like oh I mean he could have killed the kid uh but you know the cops weren't too far behind uh but you know it is Michael Myers so he has to return to uh his childhood home. Uh, And -hmm. we have Frank and his partner, Hank, who entered the Myers residence. Uh, And we see Michael Myers getting the jump on Hank, which leads to Hawkins accidentally, fatally shooting his partner.
1: Oh, that was rough. So, yeah, even from the get go, the the focus of kills is less on Michael Myers. Well, not less, but they kind of pull some away, sliver some away from Michael Myers and, and put some on like, you know, normal, average people which is kind of a theme later so mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, so we have uh after the the fatal shot to Hank, Michael Myers heads outside only to be sworn by the Haddonfield police and Dr. Loomis. And you know, this is one of the parts that I really liked with this flashback scene seeing uh the prosthetic work. The actor who is playing Dr. Loomis in this movie. Mhm. And you know, I just I saw the behind the screen shots and like you you can't you can't tell that it's a different actor. You know? So just seeing the prosthetic, prosthetic makeups, yeah, looks fantastic. It was, was really spot off. on.
1: And talking about uh, um, hijinks, or not hijinks, but special effects, uh, as I was saying, uh, I was making my sister watch this movie, and <laughs> when we got to the part where there's the couple in their home with the drone mm-hmm. later on, <laughs> she was like, no, no, I can't watch it, I can't watch it, and she ran away, and she was like, and that lady, she's gonna get stabbed in the throat, because that looks really fake, and she ran away. And uh, as it turns out, yeah, she gets attacked in the throat. And that was a blood pouch. But, you know, let's let's go back to, to the doctor. But I just, I just had to throw that in there. I'm like, yeah, the special effects or something. I couldn't tell.
0: Yeah, one of the things I like about this series because we have so many returning characters in Halloween Kills, uh, it wasn't just the case for, like, the residents of Haddonfield. It was also the same case for Michael Myers. <laughs> uh, so we actually, I have Nick Castle returning behind the mask in the flashback scenes for Michael Myers, which is another really cool thing to see, uh, which is not necessarily something I was expecting. So you do kind of get uh, the more thing that you're used to seeing from the franchise. And then you also got the opposite end of the spectrum, which is the more visceral and ruthless side of Michael Myers that was very prominently displayed throughout Halloween kills,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which sets the stage uh, for, you know, the continuation of Halloween night. And we had to mix bar Ah, uh, for open mic night where Tommy Doyle is celebrating the 40th anniversary of Michael Myers' arrest, and also and decides to tell the
1: story <laughs> of Michael Myers. I'm like, seriously, dude, oh this, is, this, this is this is a really traumatic event, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just telling like a scary story around a campfire, Basically. which I didn't quite get, but you know, it's Halloween and we're all a little morbid, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean it's a night of a uh, night of terror and it's it's a night where he's looking to commemorate the memory of Michael Mayer's victims as well as mm-hmm. the survivors of the attacks who were also at the bar outside of Laurie Strode uh who is being brought to Haddonfield Memorial Hospital uh as the firefighters respond to uh, the call of the burning house of no, Lori after they set, set the trap.
1: <laughs> let them burn! Let them burn! I was like, oh no, David really Lee he's not going to burn.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, <sighs> he couldn't, because otherwise there wouldn't be a movie. And of course, what exactly. happens? What happens? The firefighters, you know, do their job. Uh, and uh, is like, it, going down. inadvertently free Michael Myers, who butchers them all using their own equipment. <laughs>
1: yeah that was like that's pretty savage <laughs> i enjoyed that i was like no not the firefighters <laughs> uh, see but i think they did it on purpose they're like well we've done cops a lot mm-hmm. and you know and nobody likes cops right now so let's do firefighters and i think it worked oh uh, we nicely
0: doesn't matter if you're a man in uniform or not michael myers is still gonna kill you
1: he see he does not see uniforms
0: mm-hmm. he, he just he sees look- victims he looks past that yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now we get to our uh, our medical porn of the uh the surge emergency surgery for Lori Strode.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then with the staples, I was like, Jesus, is that how they do it? Fuck. That <laughs> <laughs> just didn't seem that um, gentle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, careful, not careful. Those are those are working organs. Nope, just staple, staple, staple gun. And that's that's Which always sounds like I could be a surgeon.
0: <laughs> that's always one of the things that intrigues me about. What sort of things people find squeamish in horror movies? Because there are definitely more uh mm-hmm. practical or just over-the-top like gore effects in in horror movies, especially with the kill. So when it cut com- when it comes to anything like more realistic that could actually happen in real life, I feel like all of those sort of things, like, you mm-hmm. know, surgery or, you know, any sort of like eye wound uh sequence, Achilles heel? or yeah. Achilles heel, like that always sends to uh give a completely different sort of reaction from the audience than something else.
1: Because maybe maybe you can more... um, You you might be able to sort of empathize a little bit more. You have more conceptual... Mm -hmm. Contextual... No, conceptual. (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, Yeah, you can conceive of that happening a little more on mm -hmm. your own body as opposed to your head just exploding. (laughs) You know, hurts a little more. Psychologically.
0: Yeah, I get that. Uh, So we have Michael Myers... Mm. Uh entering Lori's neighbor's house where we find Sandra and Phil uh, tinkering around with a drone. Yeah, uh <laughs> drone thing. And uh, you know, Sandra's piloting skill is actually pretty fucking good compared to uh, to yeah. Phil's. You know, Phil flies the drone and then it just gets swiped out of midair. <laughs> and he's like, wait, what the what the fuck happened? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember thinking like damn it I need to start practicing on drones because the last time I tried to fly one it was just a shit show mm. but yeah I was very impressed I was like holy crap
0: yeah, she's, then of course uh,
1: she's the drone practicing. disappears she's been practicing mm-hmm. Joan disappears and and uh, they they wise up pretty quick, and I feel like the the people in this movie wise up pretty quick. There's still a few that made some bad decisions, like getting too close to Michael Myers, mm-hmm. but uh, which is a fucking rookie mistake, right? You just you know you do things from a fucking distance if you can. But uh, yeah, so they 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 prepare themselves. They grab they grab uh uh, uh weapons, and he's like, "There's a man inside the house," and they're they're going to leave. But of course, Michael Myers punches his way through some sort of internal window in their home and grabs dude and slams him and slams him and kills him ugh that was a pretty brutal scene too because it's it's long too mm. it takes
0: time. M- multiple well, kitchen he, knives in the mul- back
1: <laughs> all of the kitchen knives all of them all of the, the butcher knife and all of the stick knives it was just yeah he was he was on a he was on a roll for sure yeah after, and after he, the uh, first he,
0: one I was like dude he's already dead <laughs>
1: It's, and this whole time, I'm thinking like, okay, my sister said that he was gonna go after the lady's uh, throat because mm-hmm. she could tell like the it was a fake like blood pouch. Although it looked all right, I didn't think it, I didn't think it looked bad. In fact, I didn't even notice it until she pointed it out. But yeah, sure enough, he he has the wherewithal to like un uh, unscrew this uh, uh, the light from the kitchen mm-hmm. the light tube, and then like just stick it in her throat. Yeah, and after yeah, he like, yeah, after he breaks
0: was... it on the counter,
1: and then I texted her, I'm like, you were right. Mm -hmm. He went right for her throat, she's like, I'm sleeping, I'll stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) Because this was late at
0: night, too. So, yeah. So, yeah, now we have... uh, Now now we have two recent horror releases with light tube kills, which I love to see, uh, because the other one was Seance. But that was towards the the final act of the movie. But both were really good uh, in in their own regard. Uh, So, you know, Lori's neighbors, they're both dead, and we cut back to uh, the bar, where we see A lot of alerts going off on the cell phones. And then we have, like, the special news bulletin airing on the TV. Uh, So all of the survivors of the initial attack are alerted of what's been happening on this Halloween night. uh, Mm -hmm. As, you know, a couple of the other uh, bar patrons go to leave the bar only to encounter a man in the back of the car uh, who they mistake as Michael Myers, despite the fact that... uh, He's definitely not a man with the white face. You know, he doesn't have the Michael Myers get up. He's he just another drive. person who had escaped the bus that had crashed.
1: Right. But Michael Myers is, we've never seen him drive a car, right?
0: Or have we? <laughs> I don't think so.
1: See, that's the other thing too. I'm like, he doesn't drive, y'all. <laughs> He's like, you know, seven feet tall, everybody. Ugh. But yeah, I was like, oh, no, that's not him. But you know, then that's when we start sort of going into the mop mentality. Mm-hmm. That's kind of going around. Uh, town, but man, when I think about whole towns being at danger, I would really hope that my town had the same reaction as Grabbers, then Halloween Kills, because that was pretty dopey. You're right on that. But but Grabbers was pretty great. (laughs) Let's just get drunk at the bar, (laughs) and we can just watch out for each other.
0: (laughs) Nope, but instead, Tommy Doyle uh, looks to confront the man armed with a baseball bat, uh, only to have the man drive off and crash very close nearby. The guy didn't really even make it around the block Mm-mm. that far. <laughs> um, and then
1: Michael Anthony Hall. Like, I still don't believe him as, like, you know, a strong dude. I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, sure, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, yes, they, they do have the the, uh, they do have at one point, like, the, the long gaze into the camera to show, like, how intense Michael Hall is. But I don't think it necessarily worked uh-huh. to the extent that they wanted. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, the the guy crashes, and he does manage to escape on foot. Uh, We do learn later that he is running off to get help at the hospital, which is its own Mm -hmm. chaotic sequence in its own right. Uh, And then this is where we're we're, uh, brought into the house of Big John and Little John, uh, who are getting pranked by a couple of trick-or-treaters, three in total, uh, who Mm -hmm. use this opportunity to... Uh, fake the whole, uh, I found a razor blade in my candy and I ate it. And then, you know, there's guts everywhere, (laughs) basically. Uh, and as Big Little John uh, look to attend to the kid, the third one goes inside the house, grabs a giant bowl of candy, candy. steals the entire thing, as, you know, a kid would do, uh, regardless of if there was a sign or not. And, uh, you know, they run off with all the goods. It's just like, you know, well played. (laughs)
1: And I love all the cameos in this movie. I mean, like, like I feel really bad. I remember these dudes' names. But one of them was Mad TV and the other one has been in a shit ton of movies. Uh, Both of them in a ton of movies. Mm. And they're really solid actors. And I love the characters, too. Like, just two spooky kind of dudes who are so into, like, living in Michael Myers' house. And I don't know if you uh, noticed this, but their house was so well decorated. Like, holy shit, that dark paint. Like, I try to pull that off, like, two different times in my life. That shit does not work generally. <laughs> okay. And like these, like with these like dark green walls, oh, it's so good. And a bunch of gold fixtures. Like it's that was my dream house if it wasn't Michael Myers' house. But yeah, that was that was a that was a good time.
0: Yeah, the, the only thing I could think of when I was introduced to Big John and Little John and knowing that like, hey, we're living in the childhood home of Michael Myers was what sort of deal did they get for that house? A good one. <laughs> It must have been.
1: Uh, My sister's a real estate agent. I can ask her. I'm like, how much would somebody have to, how little can somebody pay for a murder house? Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, there's a murder house like two blocks away that uh, got sold and it reappeared on the market like two weeks later. Oh no. Oh well. But I didn't hear of any other murder. It's like voodoo. So maybe maybe the the buyer got cold feet or something. I don't know.
1: If you don't believe in it, it can't hurt you. Mm -hmm. That's how I think about it.
0: Yeah. Michael Myers isn't real. He can't hurt you. Yeah. Hannafield, he can't hurt you. <laughs> Hannafield thought the same thing. And, you know, look at how well it worked out. Yeah. the, the man is real. Well,
1: you know, you're the one that lives in Illinois, not me. <laughs> Wait, I shouldn't say that because I live in California where all the cult leaders are from.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm in Manson Town.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Absolutely. But anyway, so uh, we have Allison and Karen who are being informed by the police that Michael Myers had escaped and is still alive no. and at large. Uh, and of course you have Karen being super protective of her mother, Lori, uh, who's like, you know what? She doesn't need to know this information. You know, she needs to stay in the hospital. She needs to recover because if she gets word of this, is gonna freak out and want to do something about it. And sure enough, that's exactly what happens, but uh doesn't really work out for Lori in a sense because she doesn't really make it out of the hospital. But you know, oh, good that's good right. yeah. good good for Karen, you know, like don't put your mom in danger. And the the entire movie, I was just so distracted by the fact that it's Halloween night, and here's Karen in her ugly Christmas sweater.
1: <laughs> the entire time she wore that thing, I was like, for fuck's sake, it's what? Halloween. <laughs> Not fucking Christmas. It's, it's and then like, on top of that.
0: I took it as a sign, as like she's trying to do everything to forget about Halloween outright. You know, oh, like I'm just gonna focus okay, so on a different Halloween right after,
1: <laughs> skip over Halloween, go right into Christmas and be all jolly and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it might be judgmental when I wonder, like, okay, Lori, you've been chased by Michael Myers both physically and emotionally, psychologically your entire life, mm-hmm. but you still have, like a couple of kids. I would have been like, you know, locked in my basement with all the weapons that I can, you know, find. Like on, you know, Link Cuisines and watching television. But yeah, I guess she's stronger than me. That's just me then.
0: Maybe, maybe it was the thought okay. process of, well, there's strength in numbers. So I'm going to keep popping kids out until I have <laughs> I need like, to make more. <laughs> <amount>. <laughs> I'm
1: going to have a baseball team. <laughs> then I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez, that's, that's hard to think about kids that way but okay
0: <laughs> yeah well, you know bad shit keeps happening in Haddonfield so uh let's bring another child into this world good idea mom uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Ah, so uh we we go back to Tommy Doyle who has formed this mob of these different Haddonfield citizens uh to track down and kill Michael Myers to put an end to this once and for all uh, we have Allison joining Cameron in the hunt, leaving Karen behind with Lori at the hospital to kind of like look things over. And of course, Allison doesn't let her mom know, like, hey, I'm le I'm ditching ya. Like look after <laughs> look after grandma. <laughs> I'm just gonna do my own thing. I'm gonna stop this. You just you you stay put. Uh, So, in typical horror fashion, you know, with a huge group of people, what happens? They end up splitting up to cover more ground. Mm -hmm. Uh, And always, uh, we see Michael shown near the playground where he's basically stalking the trick-or-treaters from earlier in the night. Uh, And we have him holding one of the Silver Shamrock Skull masks in his hand. Uh, so that's, like, another thing, like, there are elements of, like, Halloween 2 and Season of the Witch in this movie, despite the fact that, like, they're more, like, nods, so to speak, instead mm-hmm. of just, like, saying, right. like, hey, like, this is directly happening, uh, or, you know, things like that, so I know some people are like, well, is the corporation still evil at this point, like they were in Season of the Witch, or are they not at that? Are they not at that point? Maybe their production isn't quite to the extent that they need to be in order to have all these little Mm shits running around on Halloween and causing havoc and all of that stuff. Uh, But, you know, we got subtle hints and it wasn't so on the nose where uh, it was just beating our head repeatedly with it, you know, because there's a lot of times where fan service can be overdone and it just oversaturates the film overall.
1: Right. Yeah, I can agree with that. As we both take a
0: swig,
1: <laughs> I'll take one too. I'll
0: take one too. So needless to say, all right, yeah, needless to say, uh, at the playground things kind of go awry. Uh, you know, Lindsay is with a couple <laughs> of like, other kinda like kinda bad. Uh, bar patrons, and she's the only one who survives that attack at the playground. Then she runs off, hide and near. Uh, I don't know if it was like a riverbank or like what. What it terminology? Was, there were some use? trees.
1: It was she hid amongst the very large roots uh, of large trees mm-hmm. that were at the riverbank or almost a creek. It was pretty small. Yeah. And um, and just he she was able to sort of like hide from Michael Myers there. But she was pretty cool. She she got a pillowcase, filled it up with bricks and went after Michael with a fucking bag of bricks. And she's like five feet tall. <laughs> and then, of course, he throws her around like, you know, like a, rag a rag doll. doll. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, good job. You know, good job, lady. Good job. Because I would have been like. They're fucked. I got to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, you try to help if there's, you know, something to help, but everybody was going down. I felt really bad about all of the, um, I don't know if, if, um, having all the windows shut out of the SUV was so smart because then he could easily like, you know, put Just his hand through and grab it. you. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's Michael Myers. He can break through a window. He could, you know, he could crumble a car. He could jump a building in one leap.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll go. we'll go. I don't know that. how to build that. <laughs>
1: hmm mm. I was just like, oh shoot the windows, that could give you a split second to run away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But no, that did not work out.
0: Yeah, and when uh when Lindsay was hiding, it kind of gave me like that uh that quiet place thought process of wait, is she using the ambient sound to like mask the the breathing that she's doing? Cause she is trying to like muffle her breathing so yeah she can't right. hear it. You know, she's so- freaking
1: out, man. Yeah.
0: So I thought that was kind of interesting and I I don't know how many how many people would actually like draw that sort of comparison, but I thought I thought it was very smart on her part because she was breathing softer than the other noise that was around her. So it wouldn't be super evident to right. Michael Myers in that sort of pursuit, which was cool to see. Uh, and uh we head back to the hospital. Uh and Okay, hold on. I'm trying to think. I lost my spot oh, momentarily. Before... But Allison finds uh Lindsay. <laughs> Who's shaken up after this witness, and then they basically rush Allison to the hospital, or Lindsay to the hospital, uh, by Tommy. at
1: some point, I mean, I don't even think you're going to mention this later, because it's such a small thing. Mm -hmm. But I remember thinking, like, it just stuck in my brain. Because at some point, after this scene right here, he must go back and pose the bodies and put masks on them.
0: Yes. Yeah, and then he puts it on, like, the... one of the playground toys, basically, and then he puts all the the shamrock masks on the three trick or treaters. Okay,
1: okay. Someone's got a lot of time on his hands. Because I mean, really, I guess if you think about it, he was walking in a straight line. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was freaking out and running around town, but he's just going in a straight line. Like he's taking a sweet ass time. He's only doing three things in this movie. So let's just put it out there. Yeah, <laughs> like every was here, every everyone, people, here, everyone people there, and then people there.
0: Zigs and zags. Michael Myers was just going in a straight line. Uh, So we have a couple of people getting brought to the hospital, so that includes Deputy Frank Hawkins, uh, who actually gets wheeled into the same room as Laurie Strode. Uh, And then, you know, we have Tommy, Lonnie, Allison, and Cameron arriving to the playground to find the trick-or-treaters propped up, as you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. And that's when they do find Lindsay over by the water, who, of course, is really shaken up after surviving that attack from Michael Myers. Uh, so they rush Lindsay off to the hospital and we cut back to, uh, Lori's room, uh, where Frank is getting, you know, situated and Lori confesses to Frank, uh, you know, that she always liked him. They kind of have a little, like, back and forth about how they met. And, you know, Lori just turns to the nurse and, like, you know, she wants to know, like, how Frank's, uh, pain level is right now. he's like, it's an 11. And then, you know, Lori, like, chimes in, like, hey. You know, you make 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 it a double. <laughs> I'm like, uh, that's I don't
1: think that's how that works.
0: But if uh, Jamie Lee Curtis you make
1: it a double, you make it a double.
0: And then you know, Frank's gonna be loopy the rest of the movie. <laughs> he's um, not he
1: doesn't have much to do. He's no, fine. Just no, let he's, him fucking lay down.
0: He's he's at the bedside too, just like Lori. So, you know, he's he's out of commission. Uh so we have Lonnie, Cameron, and Allison mapping out the path that Myers has taken, which of course Where's mm-hmm. it leading straight to the childhood home of Michael Myers, right. just like it is in every Halloween as situation? Always uh, mm-hmm. despite the fact that it hasn't really happened as many times as people would be led to believe because of the way the timeline works, you know? So it's what not what happens if they just
1: burn that place to the ground. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, just think, I think like he, he, could, just he it. would still
0: go there. He just wouldn't have a window to blankly stare out of. It's true.
1: Like it. you can make it like a community garden and <laughs> then he can just, you know, walk around and stomp on the pumpkins and the tomatoes.
0: And he could uh, prop <sighs> himself up as a scarecrow.
1: Hey, there you go. <laughs> Job creator over here. Not uh-huh. bad.
0: That's a terrible idea. He <laughs> wanna make a good scarecrow <laughs> because he he has a very specific That's look a fantastic scarecrow.
1: scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> he scares everything. <laughs> everything like grows out of the ground. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, everything just uh, decays there in that case. Uh, but, you know, Tavi takes Lindsay to the hospital, and that's when we get the whole, like, rile up the community, uh, the cops aren't doing enough, we're all gonna band together, we're gonna fight the good fight, we're gonna hunt down Michael Myers and end this once and for all.
1: Michael Anthony Hall? Shit. Yeah, that was, now that I think about it, that was very annoying. I mean, I like the idea of, like, a new little, like, twist. Like, Hmm. hey, mob! We're gonna get the pitchforks! And, uh, but yeah, the actual execution, they're just really obnoxious mobs. (laughs) so uh yeah that that was pretty obnoxious
0: yeah so Michael's- which leads
1: to uh mm-hmm. yeah they see uh they see the the other runaway the other uh uh institution runaway and everybody just assumes it's Michael Myers even though do they not know that if it was they don't I guess but Michael Myers is coming for you like Michael Myers isn't running away from you you know mm-hmm. what I mean and like this guy is just cowering and bleeding and like you know begging and no, no, that's not Michael Myers, but of course, they, 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 uh, they go after him. He gets a little bit of help, manages to hide a little bit, just to build the tension as mm-hmm. people are trying to get to him. Right? I'm not skipping any any parts that you wanted to talk about. It have I? Well, I mean, I'll, no? I'll flash yes.
0: back to what Michael is up to.
1: Oh when, yeah, when you're okay. done. But yeah, Karen, so, Karen
0: is the one who's actually helping the right. escapee because she's the only one who knows that that's not actually Michael Myers in this case.
1: You know, she he probably would have done better if she didn't get involved. Because he had a little hiding place. And if he mm. just stay in that little hiding place, he probably... And I feel this way about a lot of movies. <laughs> if they just let that person stay in their little hiding hole for like 20 hours, just, you know, go ahead and pee your pants. Let's, you know, it's just hide. <laughs> for 20 hours, this is going to be resolved. And, you know, you, you're not going to have anybody on your tail after that. Same thing with Last Matinee, but we'll get to that later. Mm. <laughs> But no, she gets him out in the open, and she gets him to where they can see him but not get to him. But of course, it's a mob, so they can break down doors and windows. But what does he do? What does he do? Because he doesn't want to get torn apart by the mob. He breaks his he, own window. <laughs> that's right. And he jumps out that window. And he lands, and they show him on the ground with his head split open, his guts out, and his his ankles all broken, because he can't survive that. And then there's like people on the ground, too. And they get to see the horror show. And then, of course, it was like, it's not him.
0: Yep. That him? Then they realize and that then they become the real monsters. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right.
1: Turns out it was man.
0: Yep. <laughs> it was a man all along. Uh meanwhile, the actual Michael Myers uh is returning home. He's just
1: walking through the park.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. he's walking through the park, going back to his house to murder Big John and Little John. And, uh, you know, I, I don't really want to dive too much into the way that the kills are done because they are they're very graphic. But I i feel like for a first time viewer, it's important to just not have a clear image of what the kills actually are because they are so uh, more upped in this sense in the violence aspect right. compared to the other movies.
1: <clears throat> yeah, you see a lot more of, uh, you know, like going out of people's eyes and lots more gore, which is, you know, it's fun. That's what the horror movies are all about. Well, some of them.
0: But yeah, poor yeah. poor Lance man. You know, there was no way he was gonna survive that jump out the window. No, no, he was not.
1: Also, he didn't really have a lot going on. So, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's gonna die a die a martyr, that seems like a pretty yeah, good way I, to go.
0: I mean, the only way he could he could go around anywhere is by foot. Because, you know, we he couldn't drive. You know, that was very clear. Fucker
1: can't drive. You see that? Talk now. <laughs> I guess he could keep wrecking cars two blocks apart from each other. But
0: that would take a really long time to actually get to your destination, though. And then yeah. to like, find another okay. car in the general vicinity. And then that's just a whole mm-hmm. entirely different mess. And then you're going to be look. People are going to be looking for you for a completely different different reason, you know? Because it's a Grand Theft Auto at that point, and on top of that, you're to escape. Uh...
1: Well, the cops are busy, <laughs> you know? I don't think they're going to fuck with them for a while.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I guess that is, that is a fair point. Uh, but anyways... Uh, so we head back to Frank in Laurie's room and Frank tells Laurie that, you know, he could have made all of this go away the night that Laurie yeah. was attacked because uh, Dr. Loomis had looked to put a bullet into the back of Michael Myers head. But Frank,
1: him, though.
0: Frank was the one who pulled the gun up to the sky. And of course, now Michael is uh, pure evil and can't be killed.
1: I feel like he needs to be decapitated, though. Like, that's the only way. And maybe we should go a little further, just dismember the rest of the body, too, and, like, burn it and, you know, scatter the ashes in different countries just to make sure <laughs> it wasn't going to get back together, like on the other side of the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> scatter them different countries. I wish somebody would listen to me <laughs> in different <laughs> continents. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely decapitation. I feel like that's that's really the only option we mm-hmm. have at this point. If you, you can't just stab him and then walk and then turn your back on him like they do
0: later. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're just going to chop off multiple parts, you know, air, air mail it to different sides of the world. Because even if, like, there is a reanimate feature for Michael Myers, just think about the time it would take for the other body parts to reassemble themselves. So, so it would probably be more than, like, a Halloween, like, a whole year worth. So, you know, you can give yourself some more breathing room should he resurface later on. Just saying. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but uh Lottie... And the kids arrive to the old Michael Myers residence, Uh and of course Lonnie's like, you know, I stay here. I got this. So he goes in w- oh without the kids, and I'm just like, that's a bad
1: move, no, boy. <laughs> that's a bad move, man. You need strength and numbers.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know, not even like ten seconds later, you hear the gunshot, and Cameron and Allison yeah. immediately head inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh to discover the bodies of Big John little Everyone. John and Lottie, and it's just like man you, you know, know you should have should have known better
1: it was interesting that at uh, little John was it little John or big John it was one of the Johns um he had a very um like they didn't show his death mm-hmm. they just kind of showed him cradling crad- cradling the other John and in his arms and then with a with a with a steak knife which a fairly small knife like coming out of his neck and I was like you know you cut off a little easy
0: but, yeah. by comparison he was like yes i would agree with by that. comparison <laughs> mm-hmm. yes uh, and then we have like this fight breaking out uh between michael and allison uh, and you know allison got her licks in you know she sat michael multiple times in the stomach which is good to see uh but unfortunately for her effort she gets thrown down the stairs uh which breaks her leg in the process uh, meanwhile, Cameron is basically getting bashed against like the uh, the stair. I, I'm trying to think what what terminology it would be like the banister or like the railings. The, the banister.
1: Yeah. Yeah, ooh, those are. <laughs> i like those are on both each run.
0: <laughs> well, I was just yeah. thinking like of the actual like the structure that it was. The landing uh, railing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like one after the other. You're like. You know, oh, the you kills know.
1: take longer in this movie too, right? Like, so the kills mm-hmm. take on average, like I would say, easily like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, <laughs> three Mississippi, like five Mississippi's. You know, it mm-hmm. takes like it's not just like stab, stab, stab. You're dead. Mm-hmm. It's more like stab and stab. Oh, your life is leaving you. Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> oh, look, you're dying. Stab, and it's like, oh, they dead.
0: Yeah, so I, I, like I can see your um, essence leaving your body. Stab again.
1: Stab again. <laughs> 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 one last, one last stab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, and, uh, I guess just to make them like seem more um, heartless and whatnot, mm-hmm. rather than your typical, you know, slash and dash.
0: That's uh, true. I just made that up. I mean, or hack and slash. You know, it's another mm-hmm. another term that they use. Ah, uh, but anyway, so you know, <laughs> Allison, seeing this attack on Cameron, is trying to egg Michael Myers over, like, hey get over here and you know she can't really do anything cuz she has a broken leg and she's at the bottom of the stairs. Mm-hmm. Uh so you know you have like the whole like perspective like looking up the stairs and seeing Michael Myers standing there and you know Cameron's head is you know poking out and he's looking down at Allison quickly just snaps Cameron's neck on the Oof. way down. And Oof. uh you know the begging keeps happening for uh from Allison like Allison wants Michael Myers to stab her and that's when Karen finally arrives, she ditches Lori at the hospital and stabs him in true mob fashion with a a pitchfork. (laughs) And I was like, you know, given the whole mob mentality, I could not think of a more fitting weapon to attack Michael Myers with in this very moment. So like that, that I really enjoyed. (laughs)
1: And they mentioned the pitchfork or earlier, like you can't just mention a pitchfork and then walk away from it. Like you mm-hmm. like you got to incorporate it into, into your sex play. Like it's just it's fucking you know pitchfork. You can't just not use it. But yeah, pitchfork makes a makes a, a nice little appearance. You know, it didn't go in that deep. Mm-hmm. But I, at first, and I was thinking like, oh, that's never gonna get him. <laughs> but then, of course, it's
0: part of a larger plan. Of course. So Karen unmasks Michael Myers and uses the mess to lure him outside where, of course, all of the other uh, mob residents of Haddonfield are awaited for Michael Myers mm-hmm. to surround him. Uh, and, you know, like they think, OK, we got this. This is a perfect setup. Everyone's in position. Or so it seems as they, you know, surround so Michael Myers. And, you know, what happens? You know, the mob has like some weapons, but like nothing that you would... Consider lethal, so to say, in some regards, mm-hmm. you know, there's some like two by fours, baseball bats, did you... you know, more smaller weapons.
1: <laughs> did you did you seriously bring a fucking bat to uh you know a Michael Myers fight? Like what the mm-hmm. fuck? <laughs> I'm telling you chainsaws, yeah. guns, <laughs> like these are more serious weapons that you sh- they mm-hmm. should have brought.
0: Yeah, so they surround Michael Myers, they beat him down, and. They think that, you know, they've ended this, you know, uh, and, you know, that yeah, gives they Karen, walk away. That leaves Karen the opportunity to reunite with her daughter, Allison. Uh, and it's over
1: now. I hit him with a bat.
0: <laughs> yeah, when it's they, over. When, oh, we
1: can all rest now.
0: <laughs> yeah, when, when someone finally decides to pull out a gun to put a bullet in Michael's skull, just like they tried mm-hmm. to do in 1978, he uh, miraculously recovers. As any horror villain would do after seemingly left for dead. And slaughters everyone. Pra- pra- I mean, practically everyone. It was Bracket, Tommy, a few oh, others oh, yeah. as well.
1: That dude in the leopard suit.
0: And it's just like, you know, this is... It's it's such a stereotype in horror, you know? It's, it's not necessarily mm-hmm. like... And the killer always comes back for one last scare. It's like, no, you guys didn't do enough. Like... I mean, I, I understand, like, the strength in numbers aspect, but you have to come prepared for this fight, not just like, okay, I'm just gonna carry whatever I have on hand.
1: <laughs> exactly. And it's just, man, like, uh, you did this to yourself. Mm-hmm. You've got nobody to blame but yourself. This is Michael Myers, man. Show a
0: little respect. Yeah, because, like, most of, like, the actual guns were handed out or used by, like, Lonnie or, like, the bar patrons. Uh, So all the weaponry were basically in two cars neither of which right. were in the general vicinity at the time <laughs> when they were surrounding Michael Myers. So it's like, well, what did you expect was going to happen at this point? So, ah, very unfortunate. And, uh, you know, things kind of go from bad to worse when Karen decides to head back inside the Myers residence to look out the bedroom window, which, of no. course, would lead to uh, Michael reappearing behind her and stabbing her to death.
1: hmm Yep.
0: And of course, we have, you know, the final still shot of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode, both lawn and Lee stare in uh, at the reflection in the window uh, at, you know, the house and the hospital bedroom, respectively, uh, to send us to the credits.
1: Yeah, yeah. And there's your movie. So, yeah, I mean, like, I didn't hate it, but uh, and, and, and I kind of didn't get why people would hate it as much. But you gave mm. me some really good reasons. I was like, oh, well, yeah, I guess so. So um, there you go. Out of ten, how many points would you give
0: it? I would probably say I I would have it a six, but like okay. I'm I wasn't super favorable, but I wasn't super negative about it. But I don't mm-hmm. I don't get the viewpoint that I've been hearing a lot of you know people calling it like one of the worst of the franchise. I feel like people forget truly how bad some of the sequels were, or even I was I was not a fan of either. Rob Zombie Halloween movie, um, Resurrection. Just yeah, Resurrection was also really terrible. I mean, I would probably put the, those three at the bottom of my list. I haven't like really done like yeah. a, a thought process of like ranking them all from you know start to finish. But I would say mm-hmm. this is more middle of the pack. But I, I feel like the negativity aspect has just been riled up so much uh, in a lot of people's heads, where you know a lot of people just remember what they just saw. So instinctively, right. it just kicks in like, "Hey, I didn't like this movie, and it didn't meet my expectations." So it's automatically going towards the bottom because it's fresh in my mind.
1: And really, Hollywood hasn't kicked the fucking hope out of you yet. Come on, you you know, if you, if you get a really great sequel, mm-hmm. then that's that. That should be more surprising right. than not. <laughs> I'm just saying,
0: mm-hmm. but you know,
1: what do I know? I know nothing.
0: Yeah, how'd you rate this one overall?
1: Um, I'll go with like a. Six, six and a half. I think uh let's I might even go up to a seven just cause it sounded like a <laughs> they were a couple of times where I was like, ha, ah, you know, that's surprising, mm. that's interesting. But you know what? It is Halloween and I've been watching lots and lots of horror movies and I've been texting you about it. I'm like, holy shit, sensors amazing. Mm-hmm. So in uh, that that's the other thing too, you know, like they have like two big Uh, Two big shoes to fill, right? One of them being the franchise shoes and the other one being the competition on Halloween. And it's just um, it's brutal out there for a bad, shitty movie.
0: Yeah, I I, I think, too, um, knowing how many people raved about Halloween 2018, I just think there was a higher expectation going into any other entry in this trilogy. Mm, Okay. So a, a, a lot of people, because of that, I'm just gonna automatically rank it a lot lower because it's like a night and day difference between hmm. what they got from the quote first movie even though it's second because it's right. a direct sequel uh to you know the other movies so i i don't know but it you know a lot of people are just so split on it people have been very vocal you know just there's no need to be a dick about your opinions or the opinions of others when it comes to i mean anything really but you know for whatever reason all of the hatred and the, the vitriol surrounding this movie for whatever reason has just been magnified tenfold and i i mm. do not mm. understand it
1: <laughs> yeah they got some gruesome kills what do you how can, how can you hate that <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. but yeah I, I i will say this though like <laughs> given the week that we've had we've had a fantastic week of horror especially you know in the slasher genre you know we got the scream trailer mm-hmm. drop Ah, uh, we had Halloween kills. We had the Chucky TV premiere, which it's two episodes in, and that series is absolutely fantastic. Uh, we that's had unsated. we had the premiere of I Know What You Did Last Summer on Amazon Prime, which released its first four. Episodes, you said it was good, which I saw a lot things. of people dogging on, but I thought very. I'm surprised by it so far, so I'm gonna keep watching it. It's it's actually it okay. roped me in a lot more than the Scream series did, uh, mm. but you know. There's a lot of eye candy and I know what you did last summer in this series, which is also gets a thumbs up automatically because it's supporting the three B's of the genre, which is super important, which Scream is never going to do because they never show any nudity. (laughs) Because that's just part of the rules, man. (laughs) We can
1: change that B to babes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Babes. (laughs) But uh, speaking of babes, like, yeah, I will watch them because you said that they were good. But I... I'm getting over, teen, you know, dead teenagers mm-hmm. tell you the truth. I mean, I think I might <laughs> need a break. And I've been, there's plenty of good breaks, you know, all over mm-hmm. the place in terms of other people getting murdered. Right. So, uh, yeah. But and, I'll keep him a watch because you said it was good.
0: And uh, I forgot to mention, we also had the TV remake of uh, Slumber Party Massacre on Sci-Fi, which was no- another very entertaining thing. Granted, it was not as... Uh, cheap schlock as like you know the the original because it was made for tv in this case so it didn't necessarily have like as much cheesiness and like nudity and gore as the original but it was still very entertaining uh in its own right and i was live tweeting uh on the podcast twitter during it uh so actually stopped, not what i would normally be doing that night to uh to go watch that so that that, that was fun too uh so i would definitely recommend that as well uh just to see the reversal of baby, or the uh, like, the overnight stage tropes that you have with like slumber parties. Okay. <laughs> but all Those in are all, some of
1: the most uh, traumatizing moments of my life—slumber <laughs> parties. Ugh! <sighs> I wish I could have murdered a bunch of people.
0: But yeah, awesome, awesome week overall for horror. Uh, hopefully, yeah, good stuff. Uh, hopefully, a lot of the 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 hate back and forth is good to calm down in these upcoming weeks Uh, once more people have an opportunity to see it. But, you know, it's... it's,
1: Let people have their fun. Just don't hurt anybody.
0: (laughs) It's just, you know, I tweeted about this, but it is so baffling to me that the two movies that were really hyped up for the genre this year have also been Mm -hmm. the most divisive movies between James Wan's Malignant, which just came out last month, And then this new Mm -hmm. Halloween, like two that everyone was looking forward to. And then, you know, on one hand, you had like this 80s throwback with a lot of 90s tropes, just batshit absurdity, campy fun ride of Malignant, which was a complete 180 for any James Wan production, uh, which threw a lot of people off. And because of that, they thought it was stupid. (laughs) And then you have this one. Which has been drummed up even more than malignant. So it's just like, man, like what what's gonna be the movie to break the chain? Hopefully it will be Last Night in Soho, which comes out later in the month, uh, which we're gonna be talking about uh, during the slash incast Halloween virtual uh, convention, which is happening at the end of the month. Uh, so I look forward to that as well. But all in all, it's still Spooktober, a lot of good stuff, and next week. We're talking the best anthology movie ever, uh, of course, Creepshow by George Romero. So, okay, so for doing, you know, lists of best anthology movies, obviously Creepshow is the top. We already covered my second favorite, which is Trick or Treat. Uh, so... I'm just do
1: my favorite. <laughs> Say it. Say the name.
0: What? Black Sunday? Black Sabbath. Sabbath. Oh, Sabbath. Sabbath.
1: There's two of them. There's Black Sunday and there's Black Sabbath.
0: Mm-hmm. But you know, there's there's another time for for that one when we circle back, maybe next sure. Halloween season. But uh, all in all, okay, happens fun every week. year. I mean, it does. Just like uh, Michael Myers returning to his home happens every Halloween. You know, it's not just hey, just move, or you know, let's send him to another town. So you oh, know, so, so, it's he's someone else's garden. problem.
1: <laughs> Community <laughs> garden. <laughs> 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 man, if if all he's doing is stomping pumpkins, it's not that bad. Yeah. But
0: what do I know? Shit. Yeah, it's a good thing we don't write this. But anyways, that will do it for us here tonight on Handle with Scare. If you are looking to contact the show, uh, you can find us on Instagram. Our username there is Handle with Scare Pod. You can also find us on YouTube. Uh, We have the channel link in our show notes. Please subscribe to the channel because we'll be posting content there weekly. Uh, We had the Scream trailer reaction uh, after the blind watch. And I just did a spoiler-free review for Halloween Kills. Uh, which I kind of condense my thoughts on it uh, in in that, and we'll have more content there coming soon. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Handle email the show at Handle with at gmail.com, and of course we have our website Handle with uh, But for now. Everyone enjoy your weeks. Go watch the two episodes of Chucky because I guarantee you're going to have a good time with it. And you get to see Chucky dress up as uh, Hello Kitty on Halloween, which is fantastic. I can't wait. (laughs) So it's been been an absolute blast. uh, But we will see you guys back next week.